My Life Now is a half-hour podcast show which regularly features reviews of new releases and all-time classics of both traditionally published and self-published books. Tune in for special guest interviews and, of course, helpful tips to not only write your next book, but also to help market it. My Life Now is most often referred to as a great way for authors to get quality exposure and avid readers to discover their next read. Without further delay, here's another stimulating episode of My Life Now. Once again, I am your co-host, Dallas Montague, and here in the studio today, we have another amazing guest from Orange County, Tom Bruner. Tom, how are you today? If, if I was doing any better, I'd need a twin. <laughs> that's, and I've never had that answer fantastic. before. <laughs> great. I know. That's why I said it. Yeah, that's great. I figured. Well, thank you, Tom. And we're here to talk about your book today, A Divine Conspiracy. And you just said a few minutes ago, you were really excited about the release. It's on the 15th of February. Is, am I right? That's correct. Perfect. All right. Well, let's talk about that book today. Before we do, can I just get to know you a little bit better? Share a little bit about your Christian testimony, how you met Christ, why you're still a Christian today. Yeah, go ahead. Good, good stuff. All right. Uh, I've been a Christian since 1989. And, uh, pretty much grew up. I, I'm here in Southern California, so to give you an idea of what it is like around here, there's everything to do, anything to do. Uh, not really church-centered unless you're very focused and specific. Uh, grew up in a broken family. Um, I was diagnosed with depression. Um, I've actually checked myself into a hospital about through 30 years ago. Yeah. So that, that was, uh, but that wow. was right after I became a Christian. So it was kind of, kind of odd. Anyway, I, I, what I was do, I've spent four years in the Air Force right out of high school and then went to San Diego State for four years where I played volleyball and was in a fraternity. And in those eight years, I probably did more damage than I ever could over my whole life. I hadn't gone those two places. Mm -hmm. It was, uh, it was amazing, but that was what the world said to do. So I did. When I got out, I was uh, very disappointed, uh, basically, um, on what I was. I wasn't a full human. I was just this guy that wanted to do this, and I did, and yeah. nothing good came out of it. So a couple of years after I graduated from college, I ran into a guy who was a friend during college, and I knew he was involved with Campus Crusade, and I, I went to a few meetings while I was in school, then got a hold of him when I was out and became a Christian. Hmm. Right? Well, that that led to a long period of discovery about pain and uh how to deal with it and how to overcome it. And I'm not saying that I have anywhere near done that, but I can help people, which I have. So that's the reason that I'm that I believe that I was put through that is to help mm -hmm. other people. So fast forward to today, I go to Saddleback Community Church. Uh, we're here in uh, Lake Forest and uh, very involved with uh, the students service ministry. I uh, head up a group of, now they're in seventh grade, but I just got done last year mentoring a group of uh, 12th graders. Wow. Out of well, from seventh grade to twelfth grade, I was with them every year. So we would meet once a week during the school year. It's called Life Group. We go through life together. So we had the same group of guys for six years, and got to see them go from 
what, 13 year olds, 18 year olds hmm. and go to college. Powerful so, years in a person's life, right? Seven. Monumental to build oh, that you foundation. Don't hear, well, so. I learned so much, hmm. you know, I'm because I'm back with the seventh graders again. And you realize that they're really dependent on mom and dad still, hmm. right? They're just uh, for everything. And by the time they become juniors and seniors, not at all. So it's it's just an interesting dynamic. And if they're not headed with Christ now, uh, they're not going to be in the future, especially the way college is set up now and mm-hmm. what they teach and what the teachers represent. It's difficult in college. I think it's a, I've talked with several people who part of their testimony is going to the university and losing who they were or who they were supposed to be. I think that's so common right. to hear. Whether you went in with faith or not, you didn't really come out with much. It's unfortunate. No, no, nothing spiritual at all. Well, thank you for sharing that, Tom. And anything else? Yeah, uh, this is going to be my third book. Wow. Uh, the first two, I didn't really try that hard afterwards to get it out there. But this one I am because I'm really excited about it. Really okay. got some good feedback. Song and Verse Ministries celebrates the art of music, recognizing that God's influence and design can be found in the souls of all humanity. His creation... Through their podcast, blog, and other endeavors, they strive to bring His Word to life through reflection, discussion, discernment, and the music itself. Listen to their podcast on YouTube today by searching Song Verse Ministries. A few years ago, a young reader sat down in a coffee shop and began, well, writing. R.R. Noel's poem took social media by storm. Using a typewriter, Noelle writes a poem each day for her readers, supporters, and fellow writers. Since 2016, R.R. Noelle's work has been featured in numerous publications, including the HuffPost, BuzzFeed, 5280 Magazine, and she's published in three full-length poetry collections. To order her newest addition to the collection, At War With Stars, a book through self-discovery and seeking unanswered questions, visit R.R. N-O-A-L-L dot com. Okay, so the book is titled A Divine Conspiracy. So first, can you just explain where you got the inspiration for the title and why you did write this third book? Well, the okay, great question. Divine Conspiracy is the first conspiracy, the, the ultimate conspiracy of Satan, Luther, of God in heaven. How did he conspire with a third of the angels how did he talk them into saying, you know what? God's not doing a really good job. I can do a lot better. Who's with me? Hmm. And instead of the angel saying, yeah, I'll go with you. That to me is amazing. I don't think I'm going to ever have an answer to that until I get to heaven. But I, I want to know what was, what was said. So that is really the inspiration behind it is that I've always thought of this and always been mystified. So the book is about, uh, uh, an angel who is one of the 50 first created and uh, he goes through angel training and one of his teachers during angel training is Lucifer and it becomes involved. And at the end, you know, the whole goal is him to get out of angel training to be guardian and find out what Lucifer's up to. So uh, I, what, what I really like is storytelling. I love reading. I've read over a thousand books, so I can tell, I can tell you what works. And I'm really, really excited about this. Hmm. Just hearing about it, it sounds like a movie. It sounds like something I would definitely read, definitely watch. 
It sounds interesting. Good. Good. Appreciate it. And so a little bit more about the book. So the cover of the book, can you tell us a little bit about that as well? Yeah. Um, when I was looking for a book cover designer, uh, I was bumping around the internet and I found this one gal who did minimalistic covers. And I really like that idea because if you go and pretty much look at book covers nowadays, it's so busy. There's so much going on that it doesn't really uh, appeal to me. Mm -hmm. I'm much more of a less is more guy. So the cover is basically a fire, right? And that's, you know, heaven on fire. So that I think it, I think it turned out well. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's great. And with this story, you, I keep thinking about, is there a second book with this? Is this going to be a series? Oh, it's a trilogy. It's a trilogy. Yeah, it okay. A trilogy That's what this, I was thinking. Yeah. Wow. Yep. That's okay. the goal. Hmm. That's Have the you goal. started writing the second one yet? Or still just releasing the first no, one? No, I got ideas. Okay. I mean, I got ideas. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so writing a book. So what have been some of the biggest struggles and obstacles that you had to overcome when writing this book? Because this is, it's not a hundred percent biblically there for you to capture all these things for you to take it and write it down. So, yeah. you know, you have to kind of use your imagination a little bit. What do you think about that? Well, uh, to get back to being biblically accurate, there isn't a whole lot. Mm -hmm. One of the first drafts I had written, I'd given it to a friend of mine who's a dean at a college at a Christian university and he went through it and in that draft i had put there were women angels female angels mm -hmm. and that's not biblical so i had to go back and go through it and and do that but i've tried to make it as as biblically accurate as is posted which isn't a lot of it takes mm -hmm. place in heaven so you don't you, we don't really have already any we just don't know <laughs> right wow Right. So, I, you know, it's basically, uh, for me, I put everything down that is just so not thought of yet. Mm -hmm. Like buildings that are in the shape and made of things that, like seashells and sand, a, a skyscraper made of that. Stuff like that, that you people haven't thought of even possible. That's what it's going to be like, but yeah. we can't even think of it right now. Yeah. I like to think like that, like the music we've never heard before. Food we've never tasted yes. before, colors we've never seen before. It's like it's so much greater. Do you know what that's gonna be waiting like? for us? You know, the one of the big, the biggest trips I think in the Bible for me is shepherds on the night Jesus was born. They're sitting out there in the field, and then in a split second, they have angels around them singing. Hmm. I mean, talk about a yeah. And I do have a. So talking about angels, we see throughout the Bible where in Ezekiel and in other places where the angels are scary, right? The first thing they say is, do not fear. So how does that play into the writing as well? Well, there's no real, there aren't any humans in the book, Okay, right? He, uh, I see. Humanity hasn't been, in, heaven is just being built, okay? Mm -hmm. So uh, any scary yet, but I did make them seven to eight feet tall, you know, so they will be, hmm. but nope, didn't want to do that. But you're right that every place that's mentioned in the uh, Bible, they're fear not, mm -hmm. right? Don't be afraid. I got to ask more because I'm so intrigued. 
the the school, the angel training. Tell me a little bit more about that, if you can, without giving too much away. Sure. No, not at all. I don't know if you've ever been to a sports camp. Um, I played bat- basketball growing up and been to a, a couple of camps during the summer, and all the kids go to a dormitory and live together, and during the day they train and night watch movies and do stuff, and that's how I built around it because they, they're they just created. We come into the story as they're being created. So there's 50 of them, and they're all between, you know, they're all young, 19, 20 years old. And so they're just getting used to being alive and finding out what's what and everything. And, and I made it so that God had given them some knowledge already, right? So to go into like math and words and stuff like that, so they don't have to learn from the beginning, which is, hmm. which is great for me because that was hit a lot of time. And I think the way it turned out, with them having, with them not having to learn as much, made it a lot easier to go forward with the story. Mm. So that that's really what I was impressing on was trying to go forward with the story. It's really interesting to me because I've never thought about a story like this before, and like you said, writing things that people yeah. have never thought of before, and that's the goal, right? As a writer, you don't want to write yeah. the same old copied story it, and change uh, it around. It, make it in a good story that's yeah. believable. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Part of my forward orders, uh, one of the first sentences is, this didn't happen this way, but it could have, mm. right? We don't know what happened that day, uh, the day that Satan said, you know, enough's enough. And again, it still baffles me. I just don't get that at all. Mm. And when you're talking about a trilogy, so how do you think this whole series would end? I don't know if that's a... A proper question to ask. To okay. Just, well, I don't want to give question. anything this, away. But. This, this part of the trilogy takes place in heaven when humanity is just beginning to come around, right? The angels have been created. Earth's going to be created in a little while. Humans are going to start coming to heaven, right? So that's that's the first part. The second part is going to be uh, the same. I'm, we're going to follow the same angel, right? So he's going to be a guardian angel on Earth. And he'll be Jesus's guardian angel, one of the angels that ministers to him. So there'll be a lot of good stories there. Wow. And third will be the end times. Will be, you know, the bad stuff mm. that is going to happen. So pretty much the beginning of humanity, middle and end. Wow. Um, through the eyes of an angel. I was wondering about the end times. That's why I asked, because it's talking about angels and demons. Like it just makes me think about the end time battle and. Hmm. Really, really interesting. Uh, that's going to be something. All right. Well, continuing on a little bit, is there anything else you want to share about the book? I have a few more questions, but just anything else you want to tell our listeners? It's what it's about or what it's like. Hey, here's the deal with that book. It's a great story. You've never heard a story like this before, and hopefully I've told it in a way and feedback that I've gotten so far has said that. So that's what I'd say. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. And if we could apply this to our own life or our own spiritual life, is there a, a message between the pages that we can take and apply for ourselves? Or <clears throat> absolutely, I tried to put in a lot of messages. Uh, Jesus teaches the humanities class. They don't know it's Jesus, but he's Yeshua. But he teaches the humanities class, and he teaches a lot about what humans do and why they do it. And a big part of the book is on free will. 
right? Why do things turn out the way they do? Because people or somebody was given a chance to do it, do it. And they did it and it turned out bad. So why did God let that happen? Why did, why did that bad thing happen? Free will. Hmm. So you can, you can, you can, there's some, hopefully some good theological stuff in there. Well, keep writing, Tom. Please keep writing. <laughs> keep writing the trilogy. I, I, I want to hear about to. the. What do you do? You have a title picked out for the second and third book, or is it just going to be the Divine Conspiracy? I don't. Two. I don't. Okay. I'm. I don't. Hmm. Not yet. Wow. I'm really, really hoping this thing takes off. That's my. That's my. That's my prayer. So mm-hmm. everybody out there, if you can, pray for that. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, you guys are hearing it right now. I'm so interested in this book, Tom, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. Where can we find this book? You say that it's going to be released on the 15th. It's on pre-order. Go ahead and share a little bit more about that. Yeah. yeah. There's this little site on the internet called Amazon that uh, is, I'm on that website. So you just have to go, uh, go to their site and put in the search bar Tom Bruner and pick a, a divine conspiracy or put a divine conspiracy in there. and pick that now you're going to come up first of all with the divine conspiracy by uh Donald Fuller which is a great book so it's not anything like that that's pure theology this is going to be Christian fiction you can go into that department but easiest way uh, amazon.com put in the divine conspiracy in the search bar and go there perfect again right, right now as we speak the uh Paperback is available right now. The Kindle book will be available on the 15th. You can pre-order, but the Kindle will be available on the 15th of this month. Okay. I'll also try to put a link down below so you guys can click on that if you're interested in, in checking out the book. And Tom, where else can they can our listeners find you? Do you have social media pages? I, You know, I have a website, D. Thomas Bruner, but I'm just getting up and running. I really haven't spent, I, I won't say any time, but not a lot of time with that because I wanted to do this first. Mm-hmm. I, getting fame for fame's sake is not not big. So uh, I I don't want to get famous. I want the book to be good to be read by people and them go, ah, I get it. Okay. Hmm. So right. I do, but it's not. Don't don't expect a lot about mm-hmm. that okay. right now. Yeah. And my last question for you, Tom, if you were going to give one reason for every single listener today to pick up this book and read it, why would that be? Because they want to for two or three hours with a good book that tells a good story about a great subject. That's a great reason. I mean, nah, what I else do you that. need? What Did you get that down? Yeah, I did. did you write that down? That I was... did. <laughs> I don't need any other reason. That's it. Turn off the TV, pick Man, up the book. That's inspired right there. <laughs> Great. Well, Tom, thank you so much for sharing a little bit about your book. Again, this is available on the 15th of February on pre-order. Check it out on Amazon on the link below. And Tom, if I can have you in the podcast with a prayer, I would really appreciate it. Absolutely. Lord, we just thank you that uh, we are able to speak with people over a uh, cable, over electricity, that we're Dallas is in the world and where I'm in the world and where all the listeners are in the world, we can hear the same message and be inspired. We pray that you would be inspired through this podcast, that you would use Dallas to the best of his ability, that when we get to heaven and meet, we can have great stories to tell. And I pray for all your listeners 
that are listening that they would be blessed with peace, that the coming times with COVID and all this stuff doesn't matter because you're in control. That's what we got to remember. You're in control. So pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening and supporting another episode of My Life Now. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast show and share it with a friend. Together, we can keep the message of these books alive. Until we turn the next page together, stay classy.